Yep, no question. A attitude and effort matter. I mean, they always do. No question about it. No question. We gotta teach our kids that. Yep. I don't care if you fail. Give me something. So I'm delighted to be here uh, this afternoon with both Ryan and Paul Herman, uh, and it's a pleasure to be here. There's a lot of energy. You haven't even picked half up before we started to roll here. It's a lot of energy, a lot of humor, uh, and uh, a tremendous commitment, not only to this business, but to this region overall. So what I'd like to do is maybe if you just take a minute or two and just talk a little bit about your personal backgrounds. I know you're both uh, natives of the Bronx. Yes. So talk a little bit about, you know, you know what school was like uh what what got you to move what caused you to move from the bronx up here but just talk a little bit about who you are in terms of your background okay well that's, that's a lot right there well, I know you're going an hour and a half. <laughs> that's fine. i like that i like that um well uh brian and i were from the south bronx born and raised uh we're caribbean background both okay. uh, our father is saint lucian from Castro saint okay. lucia and our mother's from jamaica portland you yeah. know so we have a caribbean background we grew up in the uh with a caribbean uh mindset of just working hard and just right. being disciplined and things along those lines but growing up in the south bronx i went to uh, catholic school um, our parents tried to you know really provide that opportunity for yep. us i went to high school out there or hollows high school in which i graduated from and then i went on to sacred heart university City here in Fairfield. Yep, that's correct. Brian, what's up with Brian. you? Um, obviously, from the Bronx, New York, and I went to Catholic school, but um, believe it or not, I was able to transfer to a public school due to the fact that I have a disability. Okay. Which is, um, I was born normal, but I have meningitis when I was one year uh, old. So I completely lost the left side of my head. Well. Which is, I'm hard of hearing. Right. Yeah. So mom and dad try to provide the best services and you know in terms of like you know sign languages interpreter and stuff like that so all that supportive services where they believe they wanted me to go right now from there I went to John F Kennedy High School which I had a very good program for disability kids as well resources right. and stuff like that and then I went off to college to RIT which is located in Rochester Connecticut yeah which was no, good Rochester New York my man Rochester New York wow <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say there was a new town I hadn't even heard of I had I know, you know cover Rochester Connecticut you know yeah. Yeah. Rochester, New York, yeah, and, and I stayed there for a year, and I realized that I think I needed something more. Yep. And um, I went to Hofstra as well, too. Oh, you went to Hofstra, yep. yeah. Yeah, and um, I majored in civil engineering, and then once you know it, before we start talking about it, we're going to talk about it, which is um, we move on with dance. Yep. And that's when everything started, and then everything picked up. But I was able to transfer again to Fairfield University, which I graduated last year. Which I have a very good supportive program for disability kids as well, too, and I graduated last year. So just as you go, talk, talk a little bit about how did you each get involved in dance? And I want to you know, segue, obviously, into talking about the company and the business, but what, how, how did you both get into dance initially? Uh, growing up in the South Bronx, I feel like uh, they, one thing that they really try to push on um, on a lot of the students, as, as they do anywhere, you know, it's just get involved. Yep. You know, I mean, we grew up in an era where hip hop was arising. You know, South Bronx, that's where hip hop comes from. Exactly, yeah. You know, so we were in, a, in an era of t a time where you could see people pulling on a cardboard box and just busting out some steps and you would be like, what is this, mm -hmm. right? And one thing about dance that we appreciate and over time we have grown to love even more is the fact that the connection Right. When you see people move, it makes you want to smile. It makes you want to dance. You're intrigued. You're like, I might not be able to do it, but that looks cool. 
right? right. And um, we we originally started dancing like in front of like uh, like McDonald's, dancing on the train, you know, dancing like at the um, at local social events such as like right. barbecues and stuff and people were like wait you guys are pretty good like you should like make a name or something do something with it and we were like i don't even know what to call us like so we started to think of like these weird names to call ourselves we were like we wanted to have like a nice tag name but uh it just didn't fit us and then we did some research and at the time there was an artist by the name of mace he came out uh, with Bad Boy, with Puff Daddy, and Biggie Smalls at the time, rest in peace to Biggie. Uh, he actually came with an album, and the album was called, believe it or not, Double Up. Double Up? Yeah, yeah. it was called Double Up. <laughs> now the reason why we chose the word Double Up to, to kind of, one, it's two of us, we're brothers. Exactly. We Everything yeah, yeah. we do, I think in life, anything you do, you should want to double it up, right? right. Why, why get a dollar when you get two? Yeah. Right? I'm saying, why get one house when you can have two, right? Not saying you got to do that for everything now. <laughs> no, that's probably something you don't want to do. You got you to gotta cut, you gotta cut <laughs> exactly. over. You know, but it was just one of those things. We were like, you know what? Double up is where it's at. And the reason why we chose Mace, and then Brian had given to you a little story about how we started dancing a little bit more, but um, Mace, at the time, the rap game was all about like Timberland boots, the baggy hoodies, the baggy oh, sweatpants. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just, but that, that's what's hip hop. That's right. where hip hop grew yep. Mace on his album came out with a tuxedo. He was the first rapper we saw at the time to take his album covers versus like popping bottles and driving nice cars. Yep. Yep. He was like, I'm gonna wear a tux. He looked like he was going to prom. And we sat there looking at this album. We were like, he's different. Yep. He's changed the game. Rap is not the same without Mace doing what he just did. And we were like, we need to do the same. And ever since then, we've been doubling up. Every city, every town, every block, every country, every continent, we're gonna double up. talk a little bit about something we talked about before we started to record it and, and that's what you're doing uh, for students in Bridgeport we talked at the beginning of this conversation about the giving back you talked about the uh, the, the the Catholic faith in which your parents uh, were raised you and what and the idea that we all have a responsibility to one another talk a little bit about what you're doing in Bridgeport uh, with schools there and how you're really for lack of a better word inspiring young people through dance to take responsibility for their lives and see that they have an opportunity to, to move forward. Just talk to, to a little bit about what you're doing in that arena. Um, to kind of peel back a little bit more before we get into that, I think um, obviously the world could be a better place if everyone contributed. Right. You know, no and it starts with the individual first. Right. Um, there was a point in time in our career where we were growing so fast, right? But people were saying, you need to s still study your craft and all those kind of things. We used to watch like documentaries, anywhere from like the Steve Jobs to like documentaries on Bob Marley or yep. Mother Teresa. Like people were very influential, right? Right. And one thing that we took away from all these people was that they were willing to die for the message. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. that to me and Brian at the time was like, that is so powerful. People were walking outside of their houses. I'm thinking, go back to like, you know, Doc, Dr. Martin Luther King or, mm -hmm. you know, he walked out of the house saying goodbye to his daughter and his wife, knowing that he might not come home today, right. you know? Yep. And the thought of someone willing to do that, that just goes to show how, how assertive and confident they are in a message that right. they're trying to push out right. there. Mm -hmm. So if we all were able to do something like that, 
I want to make people happy. I want to inspire people. That is when Brian and I were like, we need to be that individual. Right. We need to right. be yep. that light. We need to, we just don't want people to come here and be like, oh, we took a good class. No, we want people to walk out here and be like, I'm inspired. Right. Not just by your story, but you inspire me to move or think differently. Right. You know, when we have different walks of life in here, black, white, Spanish, all different creeds and nationalities, right. it makes a big difference. People don't even notice it. And this is Fairfield County, they walk in here, they're like, wow, this, this is different. Right. It's yeah. different. Exactly. The music is different. The right. vibe is different. Right. You know, um, so we were like, how do we do this? And we have to go back into the community. Someone came to us and was like, you should do this. Someone came to us and said, you should open up something. We were like, we need to be more hands-on. And we've, with our personality, even though we, we don't mind sitting at a desk, punching in some stuff, <laughs> but we need to be hands-on, right. you know? And we were working in the community a lot of times in Bridgeport, like one of the schools, some of the schools we went to, uh, we were doing- Park, Park Avenue. Not only just Bridgeport, we also did Tri-State, Massachusetts, yeah. New York, New right? Jersey. And also going back to where we started it, you know, where I came from with the school, Kip Academy, poor school, oh, yeah, high school. Right. Yep. So we try to always go back to where we always come from. And just to, just to apply to what Paul says is that coming from the Bronx, we, we know, you know, I'm not going to say that I struggled that much, but I know people have a worse right. than us, you know. Yeah. I, I, yep. I get it, you yep. know, people are growing up there with no parents, no mom and dad, right. living on the street. I understand, yep. but. We are very grateful, but we need to understand that, you know, you got to put yourself in their shoes. Right. You know, always trying to talk to people, no matter what size they are, what color right. they are, whatever yep. it is, always try to relate. You know, my dream one day is to, is to just open up a barbershop for homeless people. Just to come and get a free yep. cut, you know, free just, yep. it's, it's, it's okay, you know, just to do something for the community. And we're we'll talking about gift of dance, and this is what we do for these kids to, help them to understand about dance and stuff like that. Even though you don't want to dance, but there's something you're doing with your life. Right. It's going to take you to the next level from right. point A to point B. Right. Yep. To do a college essay, to apply for financial aid, exactly. to go to college, to go to a community college, to get your GED, whatever it is. Yeah. Hey, work for Double Up internship and stuff like that. Do something. Yeah. It, it's, it, we, that's how we develop. Uh, in our company, we develop Dugo Entertainment, Double Up Company Entertainment. And in our company, we have four branches, dance, fitness, education, and management. Yep. The education component is where we're at right now, talking about we developed um, a campaign which is called Move to Succeed. Okay. We started going into schools, elementary schools, meeting with young adults, uh, young entrepreneurs. We realized that our story was that impacting and we wanted to make sure that people understood not how to be dancers, like Brian said, but to create their own movement. Yep. You need exactly. to move yep. if you want to succeed. Yes. No one is ever going to hand stuff to you. And if they do, kudos to you. Right. But at some point in time, you're going to have to move. Yours. Yeah. Right. You know? And yep. we go into schools and we tell the kids, like, look, we don't want you to walk out of here and be like, I want to be a professional dancer. If you're going to be a basketball player, learn how to manage a basketball team. You want to be a football player? Learn how to be the president of the football team. Mm -hmm. Don't just learn one thing. Learn the, learn the whole thing. Double, double down. D yeah. That's right, double. double. <laughs> you got to really get into that mindset because LeBron James is amazing, but there's someone making more money than LeBron, right? Who's paying LeBron? But I'm not saying don't be I, LeBron, no, I exactly. but just exactly. know that that is, that is bigger, an option. Exactly. It's a bigger picture. And exactly. I feel like growing up in the Bronx, it's hard sometimes to think the bigger picture no when you're struggling. Yep. You can't think, I am going to be the president of the United States. Right. You can't think that because it's not even tangible. You can't even right. reach it, right? Yep. But as you start to meet people who have right. achieved some type of greatness in their career, mm -hmm. you then start to say, well, maybe I can't, I'm not gonna be 
the NFL player today, but I'm gonna probably be the captain of my high school team. Yes. That's it. That's your movement. That's the now, movement to succeed. All right, that's exactly. it. Now I follow your movement. You created a movement where you're the captain. You're the captain. You're leading a whole bunch of kids right. and students that are your peer to push to win the championship. You win the championship. Your school's movement has created. Right. You create this domino effect mm -hmm. in which is very important. So we created Move to Succeed in which we created Gift to Dance. So let me ask you, I'm gonna cut, obviously, I'm running for governor as an independent. Take a minute and say that uh, we, we take office next January. What, 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 from your perspective, either from a business perspective, a youth perspective, uh, a giving back to the community perspective, what would be two or three things that you want us to focus on? Uh, we'll talk to a lot of businesses and say with too many regulations in the state, we're too taxed. I mean, there are a lot of serious issues there, yeah. right? We all know that, right? Um, we also know that we've got serious issues in, in, in our urban areas, everything from disparities in how kids are performing in urban schools versus how, the, how kids in suburban schools are performing. We know we've got, as you guys said earlier, severe poverty issues in, in virtually, every, in fact, there's almost no community in this, in this state that does not have serious poverty issues. We've got serious issues around addiction. Uh, opioid and the like, and what that's doing to the to the kids. So the quality of life is is fraying. Um, we we don't, we've had no net job growth in the state of Connecticut in 30 years, so we haven't had the kind of revenue stream you've seen elsewhere. But from your perspective, knowing how really truly entrepreneurial you both are, what you're focused on, just what just a, a top of mind, what would be the two or three things you'd say? Hey, when you go into office in, on January, you ought to be thinking about these two or three things as a priority. Anything? come to mind that you'd want me to zero in on? I, I, I mean, I started off, I think one of the things that personally um, that I would want, you know, someone within office is to acknowledge that there are people out there really put, making a difference. Yep. I feel like if people were acknowledged for the work that they're doing right. in the community, yep. that just means that you're watching from a distance. I'm, I'm a firm believer in that. Just walking up to somebody in the hallway and saying, hey, look, I saw you on the field last right. week. You did a wonderful no job. About it. I no think question. things like that would make someone really push a little bit more, right. you know? When you just like, keep doing what you're doing yeah. and you just keep running this way because you're right. in office versus being hands-on like how you are right now, yep. knock on someone's door. Yep. Hey, look, I heard that you did this two weeks ago. Thank you. You right. made a difference in that family's life. Right. You know what? I'm not giving you a check for a million dollars, but you know what? Right. Here's a, a gift certificate to your favorite restaurant. Yep. You know, something small, as my father and, you know, mentions it to us all the time, it's the little things that count. Yeah, yeah. The little things that count. Just acknowledging someone and their growth. Not saying it has to be us. You don't have to be like, oh, double up. No, it just has to be, let me, let me be hands-on with, the, with right. the community leaders. Right. Because not only are we affecting adults, we're affecting kids. Why would you not want to be connected to that person exactly. or that individual or that company? You know what I'm saying? What are you thinking? I, I, I totally agree with you. That I 100% agree with what you said, you know, like being involved and just being hands-on and connecting and relating and at the same time. Because it's very important. It feels good. Like, you know, sometimes when I teach, you know, ultra parties, I always look out and look at my students and really go to individuals and say, exactly. You're doing a very good job. Exactly. I know I didn't exactly. meet you last week. Yep. I know you signed in, yep. blah, blah, blah. Right. Happy birthday, right. by the way. Exactly. You're doing a great job, keep going. I think you just try the next level class, which is intermediate. And no. be like, no, I don't think so. Exactly. Yeah. No, no uh, trust me. Trust I, me. You, you, it's, exactly. it's on me. I, don't, don't worry about the course. I exactly. take care of it.
You know, the, the, the thing that it comes across in just talking with you for these few minutes is how important relationships are and, and focusing on individuals. And I've always believed, it, both in the years I worked in a bank and the, and the years I worked in an economic development organization, that if you're willing to sit down with people, listen to what their issues are, to your point, uh, Paul, about acknowledging what they're doing, telling people that they're loved. I mean, one of the things that employ, I mean, sometimes we take employers for granted. Yeah. You have 27 people here. You could take this business, I don't know what your lease arrangement is, but you could take it and move it to Rhode Island, you could move it to New York, you could move it to a lot of places. We gotta make sure that people here, as a governor, that we appreciate what you're doing and how valuable you are, not just to the 27 people you employ, but to this broader audience of students that's critical. Because this is the future. Your guys, your age, who you are, but what you represent in terms of energy and how you're impacting other lives is what makes the world go round. So I will tell you, not only do I appreciate you both taking the time now, I will be back here the day or two after the inauguration in January. Ooh, I like we may, we may, maybe we'll even have the inaugural party down here Ooh. just so we take, take it. Really really <laughs> I just want to thank you both for taking the time. It's been a real pleasure yes, to yes, meet yes, both of you. Yes. Thank you for the time. I look forward to seeing you guys. If I don't see you before the election, I look forward to seeing you after yeah. the inauguration. And really thank you for thank you for what you're doing most of all, mm -hmm. and thank you for giving. So giving us some time here this afternoon. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you for just coming out and just being a part of this whole movement. And obviously, good luck to you and the movement. We're I moving mean, to success, baby. That, we're ooh, moving to victory. That's you already know. You got to move. You got to move. That's where we're headed. Congratulations thank again, you. yes. Thank you guys very much.